we're going to go with our standard here and we're going to play some calls today that Brian and I have. Um, and uh, it is the day before Thanksgiving. I'm excited. I'm going to be hanging out with my, you know, my local family. Most of my family lives in Kansas City. I live in Philadelphia. So it's gotcha. my wife, myself, my two kids and her mom. And then we're actually, so sometimes we have dinner with another like family. So we'll be doing that again this year, which is awesome. Great. Yeah. You know, it's funny because uh, I'm like that too. You know, most of my family lives in upstate New York and I live in Colorado. So uh, my mother and father-in-law live here, so they'll be coming over. And uh, well, I actually have a child living with me short term, which is fine. Getting back on their feet, got a new job. And so that's good stuff too. And so we'll get to spend some some more family time that we don't always get. So it's uh, it's good. And what, what could be possibly wrong with a holiday where you eat turkey and say thanks, right? So <laughs> Right. Yeah, no, I'm excited, man. I'm taking off tomorrow. I'm taking off uh, Friday. So I'll just be kicked up, you know, feet on the couch kind of thing, uh, hanging out. I don't know about you. Are you you're a workaholic or are you going to take off for the next couple of days? Well, um, upstate New York. Um, so I grew up, someone asked where in upstate New York. I grew up just, just outside of Buffalo. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, tomorrow, not obvious, but I will say this. Tomorrow I'm definitely taking off. I have a 30-minute appointment on Friday, first thing in the morning, just uh it just worked out, but uh, that's it. And uh, enjoy a little, a little downtime. And remember, I don't have to get up at the at five o'clock in the morning. I'm excited about that. So, um, you know what? I just rented an office space, a small space, not far from my house. But if you guys hear my dog freak out, and start barking at the front door, it is reason number thirty-two that I have rented a small office space down the street. Like when my kids were, when my wife was yelling at my kids earlier today, I'm in the middle of a client meeting in my office, right? And I'm like, oh, this is why I got an office space. So I'm excited. I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to take measurements. We're going to do like logos on the wall and cool stuff. Um, construction. Uh, it's not, there's no construction, Eric uh, message, uh, chatted in asking if there's, it's just, we're painting, right? It's, it's a big room. It's like a 400 square foot room with a couple of windows, but it's mine. And there's no dogs or kids or mailmen or UPS delivery people to like set the dog off. So it'll, I'll have like a nice, video studio there and uh you know so that i'm excited about that so i'll be doing that over the perfect yeah well hey let's get at it i mean uh we, you, i'm sure i could sit and talk for another 30 minutes and not give any content we still have fun but let's get some content so uh, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first i don't care I'll, very, I'll very. Go first. let's give the people some content okay yeah so i want to talk about this call this intro sucked ass and i'm going to play this for you right now and i'm going to play what sucked and then i'm going to show you why it sucked okay so let me start there first actually um and uh here you all are going to agree with me why this sucks listen to this hello hello monique this is uh nick with our real estate group how's it going today and this is nick who submitted his call thank you so much for submitting your call nick and we're going to point out to you why this intro sucks <laughs> pretty good how are you doing good i just wanted to call to uh once again just kind of check in and see where you're at so that i can have a better follow-up plan kind of i want to check in see where you're at have a better follow-up plan okay vague uh no value to the lead for this conversation and uh nobody wants to be followed up with okay <laughs> so those are all very bad pieces. But now listen to this, Nick. I hope you're listening to this, my friend. 
listen to the pieces. Uh, let me play what then happens in the conversation, and it will highlight for you why this intro sucked even more. Uh, let me go to one minute and four seconds in this call. I can see where that is. Yeah, you're right. This is not, let me see here. One, here we go. One, there you go. There we go. One, oh, four. So here's a piece of the further conversation. That you were thinking about selling. It was a little bit of a plan. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, I know you said that you were thinking about selling. You said you were thinking about selling. He already knows this, right? He already knew that. She already knew that. It should have been in his notes. That's one piece. Let me go to another piece at a minute 34. Um, on our website and everything. And and just curious, I like to do this with clients. Oh, wait, to, that's the wrong like, one. Sorry, it's 155. That's perfect steps are and all that kind of stuff yes that's perfectly fine and then i think we spoke to about like foreclosed homes mm -hmm. right we spoke about foreclosed homes none of these two pieces of information the fact that she would need to sell and there were other decision makers and having talked about him sending her foreclosed homes none of that was used in the intro that's why the intro sucks ass the intro was a bad intro for a lead you don't know anything about already. And to use that bad intro with a lead you already know a bunch about is really terrible. Like that, it's just bad, right? You're like, wait a minute, Nick, use this information, man. Uh, ring, ring, Brian. Hey, hello, Brian, it's Nick uh, from Amazing Real Estate. Listen, man, we talked a few days ago. You wanted me to send you some foreclosed homes. And you also mentioned that you may need to sell your property in order to get moved. I wanted to follow up with you, see if you got the email I sent you with the foreclosed homes and also finish our conversation about whether you might be selling or not. Now that is who I am, what I want to know, why I have the right to talk about you. Here's what I know about you. This is the continuation of the conversation and you're going to get something out of it, right? way more impactful intro and it just came from the pieces that i pulled out of the conversation that nick had he already had this stuff use the stuff you have that's my point i love that and, and you know at the end sometimes we make this a lot harder than it has to be and, and those of you who are watching or the team leaders who are watching who have agents who have call reluctance one of the reasons you end up with call reluctance is because your intro scripts aren't very good. If my right. intro script's not very good, guess what? The rest of my conversation can go sideways. And so I'm sitting there. I'm excited to talk to this person. They picked up the phone. I do a goofy intro. I fumble the ball, for lack of a better way to put it. And then I go, this following up with people sucks. It's hard and people don't want to do it. Well, of course it is. So, you know, a couple of rules that I have and, you know, pet peeves, have good intro scripts. And, and here's the thing, you know, Dale and I have talked about this before, and my philosophy, full disclosure, has changed a little bit. I used to say I've got zero scripts memorized. That wasn't really true. It just I never actually sat down and said, I'm going to memorize this exact script. But I can tell you right now, you should memorize two scripts for sure, your intro script and your exit script, so that you're saying the exact same thing to a specific lead source, whether that's a follow-up, whether it's Zillow, whether that's a pay-per-click. I don't care. Every time. And then the same thing for follow-up. Why? Because 
there's a couple of things that need to happen in every phone call. First one is to pay attention to what the other person's doing. If I'm fumbling, stumbling, bumbling, trying to figure out what I'm going to say, how in the heck can I pay attention to what Dale's saying on the other end of the line? So memorize those scripts. They should be like breathing. And it, it makes it easier and it sets it up. And here's the thing. I'm not a big fan of doing a bunch of prep before I do lead generation. For our purposes, I'm going to say people I've never spoken to before. Get on the phone, memorize the scripts and pound them out. But if you're doing follow-up, Spend 30 seconds looking over what that person is. Follow-up is lead generation support, but follow-up's just as important. And if I call you once a month for six months and I fumble it, I'm not going to work with you. It's just mm. not going to It's not going to work out. So yeah, I love where you're going. And uh, by the way, for those of you who are, are chatting in, um, we like to have fun. And yes, we roast, we roast people. Um, that being said, it's all in good fun. And uh, so I promise we're not trying to be mean to anybody. And so, you know, we're just having fun. So I just want everyone to know that as you're listening. So Richard Larkin wrote, I'd have call reluctance had I gotten roasted like that on cash call, just saying, uh, Richard, I'm sorry. Uh, I would love for you to submit your calls. And I want you to understand something, everybody listening to this. I get passionate about these things because I give a shit about Nick and I care. I don't know Nick. I want Nick to win. I want Nick to be successful. Nick had the balls to not only make the call, but submit it here. And there's a little bit of theater that goes on, Richard. So you might have to tuck your feelings in a little bit if you wanted us to give you free coaching, which is what I'm doing for Nick right now. And so that just has to happen, man. Uh, Bruce Snyder wrote, I want my ass kicked like that all the time. Thank you, Bruce. Yes, uh, we we do we do ham it up a little bit, you know. But listen, I, I'm this passionate with anyone on my team. I'm I'm this passionate with any salesperson, and I'm pulling for every single person that we tear apart here or that we play here, uh, and we want them to be better. Nick isn't paying me to review his call. Nick isn't paying Brian to review his call. And again, there's a little bit of theater, um, and I want to play another piece of Nick's call because I want to give him more help on something that I heard. Now, Let's for, do it. Richard, for the Richard Larkins out there who want more support, anybody who gets that phone out or starts making those contacts, you are already a winner and you need to keep going. And I absolutely believe that doing something poorly is way better than doing nothing at all. So if you're afraid of screwing something up, if you're afraid that Dale's going to yell at you, do it anyway, because I'll always support somebody who does something and screws it up versus somebody who does nothing at all. Yeah, Bruce Schneider wrote Love it. Fail forward. Absolutely. Um, my crap, uh, Eric wrote, my crappy call will outperform your non-call. Yes, thank you, Eric. So Amen. although it sounds a little tough, anybody who's listening here, please, uh, it's all in good fun. We want to support you guys. Absolutely. Or Dell, let's play that last part of that call that you want to play. Yeah. Let's, uh, so let's get this stuff. Yeah, this is another piece of the call that I want to play. And, and you know, honestly, what really fires me up again about that intro is like, Nick, man, you made the effort. Like you're talking to the person, but you had good intel, bro. Like you had the sniper spot on this person. Like you knew where the crow's nest was, but you didn't go there and you didn't leverage it. That's the way I look at it, right? Because it's so hard to get into a conversation with a stranger if you have intel on the stranger, man, use it. Use that thing. Like, hold on to it. You know, name, that's like name dropping, you know? Walk yeah. into a crowd and like, I'm with Superstar. Have you heard of Superstar? I'm with Superstar. You know what I mean? Like, it's that kind of thing. Like, hey, I know this about you. This is what we talked about. This is what we decided. It's like name dropping. Like, use it. 
uh, let's go. So the let me find it. This part that I want to play is uh, 134. So he's going to go for kind of an appointment is what he's trying to do. Basically, this is a buyer that he's spoken to before. Obviously, we, we established that. And now what he's trying to do is he's trying to tee up a face to face with her. And I want to play the way that he does it so that I can give some we can give some constructive criticism and uh, have him restructure the way he does it on our website and everything. And and just curious, I like to do this with clients just to kind of get a feel for them face to face. Doesn't have to be today, but would you possibly want to have like either a Zoom meeting or a coffee meeting or something where we can just. So he asked for the thing he wants, which is the meeting, but he asked for it before there was any, why should we do it? What will you get out of it? Now listen to how he finishes it out. Kind of set a, a plan for you. Uh, so even if you're not ready to buy now, when you are ready, you'll kind of know what the next steps are and all that kind of stuff. Yes, that's- Okay, so we hear the structure of his ask. Can I have this from you? Can I have this appointment or this meeting so that you can get X, Y, or Z that would work for you? So I just want to suggest that to him, to, the way to set that up is to do the what you're going to get out of it first and then the how you're going to get it, just as a, a methodology for approaching it. Instead of what you have to do and what you're going to get, it's what you're going to get and what you have to do. So it sounds more like, Hey, listen, I know that this is a big step for you. Uh, what, you know, it, it would be, might be really in your benefit if we could lay out a plan so you know what the next steps are and you get all of your questions answered ahead of time before it's time to get moved. We can have a quick coffee or a Zoom chat. Uh, which one would work better for you? All right, so that's what you're going to get out of it, why we should do it, and then how you can get those things, what action you have to take. Yeah, and, and here's what Dale's also, I'm just going to say the same thing he did in a different way. What's in it for me? And not me as the agent, but me as the potential client. Like, I don't care that it's going to help Dale. I like Dale and everything, but I, I'm kind of busy and I got my own life. They care, people care about what's important to them. So, hey, this might be a really good opportunity for you to get this, this, and this, and this is how this will help you. So, you know, for example, I, I use the, the, uh, window shopping script sometime when we come in as an intro and i'll come back to it hey Dale, remember the beginning of our conversation um, we talked about window shopping yeah i remember that so one of the things that a lot of my clients benefit from is doing a little bit of window shopping on the front end and it does two things first of all it allows me to get to know them so i can when i'm out seeing all the houses that i see and if one that makes sense for them i'll know instantly it's for them and also this the opportunity to just see if we're a fit I mean, some kind of benefit to these people. You notice now, we, Dale and I know, and everyone watching knows the benefit is I'm now in person and 62% of agents who meet somebody in person, the first one are more likely to become the thing. So that's what the benefit for us is. But how about you give them some benefit for them? They don't care about you. And why should they? They've been on the phone with you for 30 seconds. Why should they care about you, right? Yeah, so Absolutely. So I think, Nick, if we gave you those two pieces, uh, those two alone right there are going to help you. If you can remember them, watch this. Um, if I hurt your feelings, I apologize. But take the constructive parts and implement them. And you're going to be able to set more appointments, get more people to say yes to you and get them engaged with you faster on, in a conversation. I'd like to take one further step back, if you don't mind, Dale. Um, and here's where I'm at. And this is something I think it can be very relevant in some markets soon, or it might not be. I don't know. But 
here's a question that I I kind of cut my teeth on foreclosures and short sales. That's what I did back um, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way through about 2014. The majority of my business was foreclosures and short sales. So I would get people all the time who called me and say, Brian, I want to buy a foreclosure. And then pe most people say, great, I'll send you from foreclosed homes. I want to suggest an, an additional question that was very beneficial for me. And that, hey, Dale, what's the purpose? For what purpose are you looking to buy a foreclosure versus buying a non-foreclosure home or a traditional home, whatever verbiage you want to use? And you would say, what? So just, you know, what are most people going to say? You know the answer to that question. Yeah, I, I want to get a good deal on a home. Okay, so perfect. So Dale, let me ask you this. If I were to send you some homes that I thought were a good deal that weren't foreclosures, is that something you'd also want to look at? Sure. What I've done, yeah. What I'm doing there is eliminating this for having to send them foreclosures, especially like in my market. If somebody calls me and says, Brian, I only want you to send me foreclosures, I'm going to send them like maybe one house a month. And I'm not exaggerating. So, and again, it was, but even during the foreclosure boom, for lack of a better way to put it, I mean, it was only 20 to 25% of my market was foreclosures, which means I was missing out on 75% of the houses. And, and I think it was a mistake that people were making. Don't get caught in this. Understand why they want to meet foreclosures and then answer that why, not just the thing. So kind of like Dale says, go deeper, follow the no, however you want to look at that, but go that one step deeper. It's really valuable. Yeah. And uh, I think that in this conversation uh, for him here, in that one, I, I have the privilege of listening to the whole thing. Really what it is, is this woman is uh, basically separating from her husband. The husband's kind of dragging his feet about allowing her to sell the property or being party to selling the property. The property needs to be sold in order for her to purchase. Um, she doesn't have a lot of experience at buying. And so I think it's kind of one of those flippant like, oh yeah, I also wanted to look at foreclosures, which you know, your question about you know what's important to you about foreclosures is a really great one. Uh, another one, if you weren't in that conversation, I could also, what we've also done is if somebody's like, oh yeah, hey, so I'm interested in foreclosures. We just start out with, hey, great. Is that for an investment or for you to live in, right? Oh, it's for me to live in. Okay. Then we go to Brian's question, which is what's important about foreclosures? Oh, I want to get a deal. Got it. Okay. Now saying, you know, down that line of thinking, even likewise, if it's for an investment, it's always about saving money. They think they're going to save money or some kind of crazy deal. Uh, so we can yeah. talk. Nobody that. wants to buy a house that got foreclosed on. People want a deal. They want, I mean, like, <laughs> I only want to buy a house that somebody else lost. Well, that's yeah, right. So, right. Exactly. So you, be you know, smarter and ask me. Do, do you have any properties where someone died in them? Uh, right. What is, the, what is it you're looking for? Oh, I'm looking for estate sales. Okay. Why do you want an estate sale? Because I want a deal. We want a deal. Back to deal. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like the murder house, please. I think that's better. So. <laughs> Anyway, gotta, so I, All right. we have a few calls or a few stories that I won't digress into. <laughs> we, we could talk a long time. Okay, so I want to I want to preframe this call. Um, and this is what I want you guys to, to pay attention to when you're listening to this call. I want you to pay attention to the tone of the agent, because this is something that we talk about occasionally. But ultimately, in my opinion, and, and you guys can get feedback as we listen to it, it feels like this agent lost control. And I would say that two things had influenced that. One is the um, intro scripts, and we've talked about that. We beat that dead horse, so I'm not going to go over it. We'll just, we know they need a better intro script. We'll just accept that as a, a thing. But also, when you ask things in a questioning tone, let me just cover that real quick for those of you who haven't heard us talk about this before. When you end on an upswing, that's a questioning tone, and people go, hmm, that's a question. 
when you end on a downswing, in other words, on a lower voice, that's a command. And here's a really cool trick for those of you who are really interested in becoming professional salespeople. When you ask a question on a downtone, it's, a, it's, it's the most powerful way you can ask a question. And just practice it for fun. Like tomorrow when you're at dinner, would you pass the gravy, please? Is different than, would you pass the gravy, please? Why is Literally. Brian ang- Why is Uncle Brian angry <laughs> about the gravy? I, I'm not. I'm just practicing my downswings. You don't have to be angry when you end the downswing. It's just going to go down. So anyway, anyway, but let's go ahead and listen to this call. I think there's some opportunities here, and uh, I, there's just some good things that are going to happen. So all right, here we go. I forgot to hit share sound because I haven't done this in two weeks. While you're right. teeing that up, Brian, I just want to say something real quick about intro scripts. For Please. me, it's not so much about intro script. I mean, we do have a, a thing that we say, right? Window shopping or whatever. Like that's a, a like, that's a pattern. Uh, one, uh, of the, one of the, oh, I got, oh, I got, go ahead. We'll let you play your call and then I'll say this afterwards. Okay. Sorry about that. All right. Oh. Are we good? Are we playing? How are you doing? Pretty good. Good. Let me just preface this too. I cut out the first 10 seconds of this phone call. So you're not going to hear their intro script. It wasn't great anyway. So you don't need to listen to it. Hey, I was just uh, looking at this place. Um, We really like the little 8th Street area. We live up here in Versailles right now and looking at buying like a a rental place. So I like the prospects of that. It's close by to where we live. And uh, yeah, I like it. Is this the one on 8th Street? Yeah, it is. It's on 8th Street. Right there by like Tunbridge and 8th. Okay, let me get it pulled up. And you currently live in Bentonville, you say? Yep. Okay. This isn't the best, but again, mm-hmm. when you're looking stuff up, do discovery while you're looking stuff up. Okay, it's- I have the 2701 Southwest Southwest 8th Street. It's listed for 3399 yep. Okay. Did you have any questions about or would you like to schedule a showing okay so we got there but i cut off the first 10 15 seconds of the phone call and it took us a minute and 15 seconds we'll say to get hey this is brian with curtis realty group i see you're calling about 123 main street would you like to go take a look at that house right like remember and again are we going to do that on a pay-per-click facebook call no but this is a either a sign call a zillow call realtor.com i'm not sure which one it is doesn't really matter but it is a what i'm going to call bottom of the funnel call ask the person if they want to make that appointment and by the way when you do that you're now in control of the call yeah exactly um yeah i don't know why that's so difficult for agents to instill they just have to practice it right yes so anyway i'll play a little bit more of it yeah, I wasn't sure. I mean, I just wanted to kind of take a peek around it and uh, start getting a feel for it. Because I think, you know, my wife and I, I'm, she's convinced and interested in buying as well. Uh, okay, great. absolutely. So, I mean, what I want you guys to pay attention to for the rest of this call is, as far as these people are concerned, on a scale of one to 10 for motivation, they sound like a nine or a 10. Like these people are like, yes, we want to buy a house. Yes, we know where it is. Yes, we want to do it as soon as possible. That's what I'm hearing. I don't know if that's what you're hearing as well. Yep, that's what I'm hearing. Okay, so watch what we do with that. But I'm thinking, you know, we want to we want to just wait for the right thing. But we kind of zeroed in on that little area right there too. So, okay, um, are you guys available anytime tomorrow, today? What's your availability to go and take a look at? Yeah, it? I can uh, I can talk with her and see. Um, is this your number, by the way, or is this like a Zillow thing? 
this is a Zillow thing, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to text you because um, I'm local here. Our office is in Rogers. Um, I can text you when we get off the phone. Let me make sure that I have your number. Um, I have 804-638-4711. Yeah. Okay. And it's David, correct? Yep. Okay. I'll text you um, right when we get off the phone. That way I have my cell phone number. So if you want to schedule a showing, and I'd be more than happy to start looking awesome. in this area for you. And Okay. So I think she's doing great. In fact, what I would do is I would just put them on speakerphone and I'd punch the text message in right now. Hey, I'm texting you right now. I just want to make sure you get it. Right. Yeah. So I want him to connect right there on the text. And then she's doing the thing where it's like, if you want to go see it, I might say, uh, so are you free to go see it tonight? And then I'll work on the wife. Right. I want to start with you because he said he would talk to wife. Yeah. And I also want to say this, um, it's just because what you just said, you should be making phone calls with a headset. Yes. Sorry. If you're not making phone calls with a headset, start making, if you're making phone calls like this, it's it's not 1985. So this here, this is a Logitech wireless gamer headset that costs about 35 bucks, has amazing noise canceling. Like when my contractors are putting the, working on the kitchen that we're getting redone, I put this thing on and nobody can hear the hammers or the saws going off. Yeah, and, and again, there's so many cheap, inexpensive, effective ways to do it. So be careful, and I will say this, if you are gonna use a headset, call your significant other, call a friend, call somebody to make sure it sounds good because the last thing you wanna do is piss people off simply because they're frustrated with the garble at the other end. But once you found a good headset, like I use I use Apple iPad, I, I, I use the Apple ones because I have an Apple phone. They work yeah. fabulously. Yeah. So, but my point is, why would you not be hands-free? I can take notes. I can send text messages. Now, I'm not suggesting you send text messages to Dal and me during your conversation, but to the client, your potential right. client, do right. that. Don't multitask. That's not what I'm saying. But yeah. how can you take notes if the phone is up against your head like this and you're doing this? And by the way, you're going to ruin your shoulder anyway. So, all right. Yeah, I want to let's talk about. Uh, sorry, Richard Morrison chatted in. How about making a tentative appointment and then asking him to call or text back to confirm? Yes, I think we should make a tentative appointment. What I said is I'd start with the husband when can you go see it can you go see it this evening uh, i'm free just tell me what time i want to get him committed you know oh well i got to talk to my wife okay great well we'll see whether she can do it or not do you know if you can do it uh i want to lock that let me lock at least half down right why not i mean what why would you miss an opportunity to make an appointment is really kind of what dale's saying and i agree with that so let's listen to just a i mean there's only a, less than a minute left anyway so we'll just listen to the rest of it and uh kind of follow up and you know again this is not a horrible call by any stretch of imagination i feel like there was opportunities missed there's, there's a couple things what are you kind of looking for in you know in terms of the rental just kind of something similar to this three bed two bath yeah i mean ideally it'd be four bedrooms Okay, so let's just talk about questions. Don't give people answers to their own questions. If you're going to ask somebody a question, ask the question. How many bedrooms are you looking for? How many bathrooms are you looking for? How many square feet are you looking for? These are questions. Don't say, oh, so you're looking for 1,500 square feet? Why, why would you say that? So we all have a tendency to do that. We're, we're looking at this property that came in. Okay, it's 2,000 square feet. It's 350,000. So is this your price range? Just ask, what is your price range? Yeah. Or, you know, I actually like this question better. What's the maximum price of a house you'd like to look at? 
didn't work real well when the market was crazy because then it really screwed people up. They looked at their max price and had to write 50K over. That didn't work. We're not in that market anymore. You can now ask people, what's the maximum price that you want to look at? So yeah. that's why I would go with that. All right, I'm going to play some more. Yeah. Okay. And then but open two, two and a half, three bathrooms. But um, yeah, I mean, we're okay with three as well. Just okay. something right there uh, in on, on 8th Street, basically from like, you know, Elm Tree up to like Walton over there. Um, okay. Just kind of in that little zone right there. Okay. Not something and then that would need too much work. The, okay. Is this kind of the budget you're wanting to stay in? Um, not quite sure. Uh, I suppose it depends on the property. That's why I like my question better. Okay. Well, um, I don't know if you guys are available sometime tomorrow. I'd be more than so that's the kind of stuff, and I'll, I'll kind of finish it there. Be more confident. Act as if. I don't know if you guys are available tomorrow. Feels to me like I'm begging you to go work with me. Hey, what time do you think you might be available tomorrow? Or do you have time tomorrow? Ask those questions with confidence because confidence is, is attractive. Now, I don't know. Perfect. So I completely understand. When are you going to see your wife again? Oh, we're, I'm going to see her tonight at, at six o'clock. Okay, perfect. i tell you what, um, is it okay for me to call you tonight at 630 and you guys talk about it? Or should I call you tomorrow morning? But don't let them get away because there's a chance and I don't know. But there's a chance that this person never connected again because we're in this, well, I'm going to talk to my wife, da, da, da. And who knows? Maybe some other agent got on the phone and closed them hard on working with them. So don't give up an opportunity to make an appointment. If you can't make an appointment, make an appointment to make an appointment. Yeah. So that, that's where I, I go. I have always operated from the perspective that I will never talk to you again. And if I don't close you now, I will not get another chance to do it. If you say Absolutely. you're going to call me back, if you say you're going to talk at another time, none of, I never believe any of that stuff. And I know that it's not true, but that's how sure. I operate. Well, and, and, you know, by the way, I feel like the majority of the people who we talk to are honest with us, and but they're honest with their current situation. Hey, no problem. I'll call you back tomorrow. And then life happens. And guess what? You're not that important. When they said it in that moment, they believe that they would call you tomorrow. It wasn't that they were lying, but you're just not a priority to them. Again, this is a three-minute phone call. I, you know, this isn't my best friend. This isn't my brother, my aunt, my uncle. I mean, this right. is a dude I've to for three minutes. And if I disappoint him, my life's going to be okay. Right. So make sure you're getting better commitments if you can. And then again, talk as if, and, and I want to say this to everybody, like you are the greatest real estate agent to ever walk the earth. If you come in with that kind of confidence, people will find that attractive. And, you know, so just something to consider as we're moving forward through those things. And uh, again, overall, a great call. Feels like, well, you know, this agent will probably meet with these people and hopefully sell them a house. But there was some opportunities we could have done a little bit better. Yeah. Just like with my call, just like with your call, uh, overall good call, positive result. But there's definitely some tweaks that we could do that would help these salespeople take their, their game to the next level and prevent some loss. Absolutely. And that's all we're trying to do. I mean, you know, 70% of what we do is simply making the phone calls. But if you want to get that extra 30%, listen to the things that Dale's talking about and, and you know, just, just the little tweaks. And I don't know about you, but I'd like 30% more closings. So sounds, that sounds good to me. Oh, man, I forgot to do the intro. It's Cash Call, everybody. Brian Curtis, Dale Archdegan back again for another riveting week. Uh, Dale may say some insulting stuff. Uh, Brian, Brian, we need to work on you saying some insulting stuff occasionally. So it's not always me. 
Yeah, uh, good point. I'll work on that. I'll see if I can be a bigger asshole. Okay. <laughs> I knew I was That's funny. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. everybody. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>